0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. We're glad that once again we want to welcome everyone here in the house and those that are watching. We're so excited that you're here today. You could have been a lot of places, but we're glad... You chose to be at Passion Church. Amen. Yes. And we believe that you come in one way, but you go out changed. So, Father, in the name uh-huh. of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, God, today for your word. We ask, God, oh, that ears will be open to hear, God, and to receive your word, Father. Yes. I thank you, God, that your word will go forth, that it will be anointed, and lives will be touched and changed. Oh, God, let them hear what you're saying to their heart. And we thank you in advance in yes, Jesus' Lord. precious name, Amen.
1: Amen. Want to uh, entitle uh, this today? Starting over, and we're going to look at uh, John first sin. You read that, and then I'll read it out of the message. Which
0: this month we were gonna we were calling fresh bread, uh-huh. fresh bread. Amen. And the subtitle though is starting over. So we're so thankful that with God, yeah. you know, He has fresh bread for us.
1: And the reason why is, is you had called me on Thursday and said, "Do you have a title?" And I said, "No," and uh, because you know you want to advertise it on. Uh, but you don't bake if you if you bake the bread on Thursday, it wouldn't be fresh <laughs> on Sunday, right? Yeah. Hmm. Huh? So you Amen. get fresh
0: bread today and y- you come back next week it'll be fresh and you Amen. know there's a,
1: there's a jillion there's just a jillion things that that you could teach on or share about and everything this word is a forever word i mean we're going to be living out of this bible so get used to it this is the complete word of god he will be speaking from this word through this word for eternity uh and And the Bible says that's to our our advantage and our benefit. That's a positive plus for us because it says this. He said, because, he goes, you are not destroyed, see, because I don't change. Mm -hmm. See, God and his word are one. So this word is good for forever. You don't have to, it's good for forever. It's a forever word. Amen. Everybody say for keeps keeps See, he ain't gonna take it back he's not gonna change his mind <coughs> about what he said it is uh forever so um uh, i wanna uh yeah go ahead and re- uh um, read that i was then. gonna
0: read uh john eight thirty one and 32 uh this is out of the niv it says to the jews who had believed him jesus said if you hold to my teachings You are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And isn't that something uh, today about the songs uh, that we sang, that, you know, God just sets it up. You know, don't never take lightly coming into the house of God. God takes care when he sets the table. Uh He makes sure that each and every one, will hear what they need to hear, but guess what? We have to do our part to receive it. See, because God can put it out, but are you receiving it? You know, it's just like you could go to someone's house for dinner, and they go to a lot of trouble, and they set the table, and they cooked a special meal, and they put it down in front of you, and you just sit there and look at it. Well, you will never know the enjoyment of that food, You'll never know how good it tasted because you never took a taste. How much more do we need to taste and receive the things of God? See, when you come in here, don't you think that God didn't go to a whole lot of trouble to make sure that each and every one of you received? Now, see, each one of you are going to get something. There'll be some similar things, but each and every one will get what you needed today. God supernaturally Does that with his word when it goes forth. You get what you needed. Life changing. Amen. So see it is a matter of life and death. Where you go to church. And if you go. It really is. And especially in these times. So receive what God has for you. Take it by faith. But listen. You know. And sometimes that's why it's good for you to go back. Thank God for technology. That we're able to record these. But go back and listen to it again. And again, because a lot of times, you know, you might listen to it three or four times and go, oh, well, I didn't hear that the first time. Well, I didn't hear that the second time. I didn't hear that the third time, you know. We don't all the time hear everything the first time. So take advantage of God's word. Amen. Wow. You can go now.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> I'll let you have your
1: turn. <laughs> She's... Uh, sends very, uh, very well planned and structured. She, and this morning she goes, I don't have anything from you. I have no notes. Or I'm just like, you didn't really need me. <laughs> Give you one scripture and you go, girl. God's got it. I do want to say this. Aren't you? Listen, uh, people are more important than the program. Yes. And we have a program, that's for sure. He fine. He ain't going hurt a thing. Uh, we have a program, but that program is people, you know, we don't, we really don't get together, and, and uh, uh, God has already pre-planned and put together the songs, you know, uh, the prayers that have been prayed from the people that meet you at the front door in the parking lot. God has put all of this together. You know, I've always found that what God puts together is a lot better than what yeah. I could ever program. That, that doesn't mean that we don't have, uh, you know, a sense of order and flow and things like that. But, you know, uh, God, we don't want to interrupt God's program. And we sure would like that, you know, uh, God please interrupt ours if it's in the way of yours amen how many of you came looking to the lord today see if we look to each other we're going to be limited if you look to us as a as your preacher and teacher you know today if you if we look to you whether you smile or don't smile or you know say amen or get up and leave you know we're going to limit god we're going to limit God, and we're going to limit each other. But you know, if we look to Him and how we look to Him, we look to His Word, and we trust the work of the Holy Spirit. This is a Spirit-filled church. We're not ashamed of that. Without the help of the Holy Spirit, nothing of eternal nothing that God wants done can get done because He works through the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is not a or this is just words on a page, except when the Holy Spirit breathes the breath of God into yes. them and yes. breathes into your life. Amen. Well, all right. Oh, I want to read this out of the Amplified Bible. I mean, out of the Message Bible. Uh, in Sanred said to the Jews who had believed on Him. This one says, uh, then Jesus turned to the Jews who had claimed to believe in him. Well, that would cover about everybody, those that, that, that believe and those that claim to believe. Amen? Now listen, our believing needs to, the objective of believing is receiving. We've got to come out of this where, oh, I just believe, you know, well, there's a place for, you know, just trust God. where But expect the success of receiving what you're believing. What am I believing? What God says, God does. God makes good on his word. Are you listening? If the healer, you know, if we're believing the healer and, and we're not receiving our... our our healing is there something wrong with the healer no it's our believing needs to be checked because we can just you know I mean we can just be wishing and we can you know just be believing but never receiving I know lots of people that are that believe but they don't receive well we need to be receiving amen are you listening and a lot of the, now listen or understand that the word of God we first received the word as a seed okay now when you're little God will put a watermelon underneath your under, underneath you know your little plant see you know in, in five days but when you grow up you understand it might take a hundred days to make a real melon mm-hmm. you got to go through the process that when you plant a seed sometimes it's not immediate it got to grow and you have to you have to care for it. You yes. have to believe all the way till you receive the day when you thump that melon and it's ready and ripe. Then you can eat it. Mm-hmm. Amen. So there's when when you know, when you're young, uh, you know, immature, just a baby, uh, God will do it quick for you. Yes. Amen. To to get your believing, you know, to get your believing up to a different level. But then he begins to train us. Uh, to the place where we understand, no, see, working with God, that it's the word is a seed. And we go through a process. And the process is we make progress in that process. And we get what we're, we receive at the end of that process. The reward, the results of believing is the receiving of what's been sown and grown and been faithful and had patience for. And, and there's a lot of growth, not just the melons growing, guess who else is growing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and I, amen. That's good uh, because you're listening and being very contemplative in that. He says, if you stick with this, living out what I tell you, you are my disciples for sure, then you will experience for yourselves the truth and the truth will free you amen uh we we want to turn also over to jeremiah you know there's a lot of talk in uh the first chapter we're going to read i Uh just i
0: got to interject something right there sure that word yourselves see we've got to learn to experience god ourselves Mm -hmm. see sometimes we're trying to compare certain things with other people God is speaking to you. We all have different personalities. He made us all unique, and we're all special. But don't be looking, you know, well, God, this, you know, it seemed like this happened for them that quick. This happened. That, that seemed like that turned around right over, Or Oh, my gosh, just look at them. And, you know, what about me? It's like we, you don't walk in someone else's shoes every day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You haven't been in their life every day. So just be concerned about what God is saying to you. Be faithful to take the next step. And don't be trying to compare yourself to someone else. Rejoice with those when they're rejoicing. And when they are going through stuff, pray for them. Not talk about them and judge them. We'll pray for one another and rejoice with one another. I'll tell you, too, there will be things in our lives, watch them speed up. When you change your attitude, keep your focus on Him, you know, but don't compare yourself to others. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different, and your experiences are different, and things you're believing for are different. And a lot of times, when you think something happened real quick for somebody, I guarantee you, you don't know the backstory. You don't know all the struggling. You don't know all the praying. You their, don't know all the seed sowing and all process. the, the, the lo- you know, what they've been doing and giving in their lives that a lot of times it has been years for them to all of a sudden come to that place of victory. So just you yourself experience God and let him, let's get better at hearing from God and let's get better at loving God. And then let's get better at loving others. Amen. Amen.
1: Yeah, everyone has a process. You may not know that, but everyone has a process. So just look at their uh, results or their reward one way or the other. There's a process behind of that because everybody's subject to the law. And, and this is the law for all. The law of all for all is sowing, growing, and reaping. It's, it's just how the kingdom works. It's how the world works. It's how everything uh, works. And when, when you, if you get the foundation right, it brings a different level of understanding when you know that the law of all, for all, see, everybody works with seed. Everybody works, uh, uh, everybody grows. Uh, you sow it, you grow it, and then eventually you reap that. Uh, positives and negatives. But knowing, listen, know himself for yourself. Mm-hmm. See, sample God so you can example God for other people. You're so, you first, you're supposed to sample God, the goodness of God, the greatness of God, see, uh, the life that God has for you. And then, you, then we live that out. Then he said, he goes, if you stick with this, you live this out. He said, and you will experience for yourself, see. You need to insist on the experience of it. The the receiving of the believing is, I'm going to experience what's been promised to me. You do realize that millions of people just hear this stuff and they never get it. Because they never do it. They never apply it. So they don't experience it. They just hear it and they go, I ain't nothing to it. Well... Bring nothing to it, you get nothing out of it. Yes. If you do nothing with it, you won't get anything from it. Mm-hmm. Are you hearing? Say, I'm a, doer. I'm a doer. See, not you. Here you are listening and hearing with the with the intent that you're going to do something with it, right? Amen. Or did you just come to be entertained? Would you like to be educated? Amen. See, World Place is a great Emphasis on education, on education, but you know, with God, education is OJT. You know what that means, don't you? Yes. While you're living life, you learn to live life. Yes. Are you hearing? And these words are life, aren't they? Yes. They're they're good for. Us. Yes. So, uh, I'm going to read out of Jeremiah one, and uh, we're going to spend some time here. You know, sometimes we're very quick to just glance over and say oh I heard that you know well we could take every word of of uh, every word we could take the word if and spend a while with it we could take the word you and spend a while with it we could take the word continue and spend a while with it. it we could we could take the uh the word my understood person there is Jesus speaking The word word there, every word of that, and could spend a long time on all of it to really get out, you know, uh, what's in there. And the Bible talks about meditating, you know, mulling over, thinking over, turning over and over, just almost the same like as just chew on that a while, see, and get all the goody out of it, amen, because they're more there than just a quick glance, you know. You know, don't gulp your food. (laughs) You might choke. Isn't that right? And you're certainly not going to enjoy it. Isn't that true? All right. So let, let, we're, we're just, I'm just going to jump down in the middle of this. Uh, uh, and we'll go back and visit some of these things later on, not today, because we, 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 we can't, you know, you can't eat the whole cow today. We're just going to have a portion but it's going to be good. Amen. And and be something you can... A little left over you can take with you. And go at it again. Amen. Through the week. Now it says this in verse 9. It says, God reached out, touched my mind, You know, God is reaching out to people today. He's especially reaching out to those that are the furthest from him. He's reaching out to draw people close to himself. The Holy Spirit is the is the great the great long arm uh, of God. I mean, he can, get, uh, he can get to people that, you know, they keep the door locked, but he uh, he go right through the wall, go right into their thought life, go right into their, uh, you know, you ever heard this saying, you know, man, I was just a stewing and a fussing over it. Well, he'd go right into that. Isn't that right? And work. He'll go into the darkest place, the worst problem, the most trouble, the Holy Ghost is not limited to that and yeah. God and he is reaching out and God is calling out and reaching out to people right now you know when he puts somebody on your heart that you know offended you or or you know you you've just given up on them or, or people say they're just a loss and a hopeless cause you know I tell you you know if the Holy Spirit brings them to mind, pray for them He's reaching for them. Yeah. And he can reach them. Say, he can reach them. He can reach Say, God reached out and he touched my mouth because he wants to touch people's lives. And he said, look, I've just put my words in your mouth, hand delivered. See what I've done. I've given you a job to do. I want you to see today. See what God has done. Let's look around uh, in, the, uh, in, in where we're at. I know that there's a whole bunch of, and we'll go down through here, uh, You know, he said, your job is to pull up, tear down, take apart and demolish. You know, there's been, we've been and are still coming through to a degree some tearing downs. uh, Some taking aparts and some demolishings in this old world, haven't we? This world is different than it was just a couple years ago. The church is different. Just uh, The workplace, the school, everything is different than it was. And there's been some stuff been tore up. Are you listening? There's been some stuff that's been taken apart. There's been some stuff that is demolished. The Bible says, that God said, I would shake everything and see anything that wasn't solid. Anything that wasn't that wasn't based in God. Anything that's not based in the truth, boy, it's just rocks in the sea. Are you listening? I mean, it, it's just going through the shaking and a lot of it got tore up. A lot of it got... Uh, a lot of it got taken apart and a lot of it got demolished. How many of you think differently about uh, the world today than you did even two years ago? Isn't that right? How many of you think differently about the church? Hopefully on the positive yes. thing. You know, there's a bunch of faces that are you know, not in their places. They think that, you, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, they really uh, think that this is, that the church is non essential they bought the lie. That was the message. Do you understand? The church is non-essential. Hmm. You think about that for a while. But you know, uh, it says uh, uh, he went on to say this. He said this uh, says, "See what I've done." You know, I see everything the devil's done. I see everything that people are doing. I see everything the government's doing. I see everything that, you know, the uh, uh, the world being rearranged. You know, in the Shemitah year, there's the up, down, all around. I mean, God will change the chessboard in the nations of the world. Have you seen what God has done in 2022? And it ain't all the way over with yet now. I mean, all the best, as I always say, for last. There's some rearranging and some changing going on that belongs to God. God lifts one up, puts another one down. Are you hearing? God, anyhow. But he says, see what I've done. And he said, but I've given you a job to do among the nations and the governments a red letter day. Your job is to pull up and to tear down, take apart and demolish, and then start over building and planning. So we're talking about starting over. You've been hear a lot about in the world today, they'll use this word reset. Mm-hmm. There's a reset. Now the, now understand the devil would love to have a reset in his favor, but he fell from favor. He's not in favor. He's not included. Anything he does, the killing, and stealing, and destroying, are you listening? God says, I'm not in favor of that. Yes. Amen. And God came to destroy the works of the devil. And there is a devil. There are the... Anything... Evil. Evil. Not good. That can be ascribed to the enemy. To the devil. Amen. Uh, but he said this, that... Uh, That we're going through that, the tear downs, the take aparts, the demolishings, he said, and then start over building and planting. This is our job. We've been given a job to do. Look at your neighbor and say, You got a work to do. See, God has a work for you. Every person has a work in the family of God, in the kingdom of God, in the world. Among the nations and governments, he said, I've given you a job to do. Yes, yes. You, everybody say you. you. Well, you is me, isn't it? Can you find yourself in <laughs> that scripture? Is this, is this written to you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Does the word of God apply to you? Well, it, you know, but that is, I like this word uh, in John where we went back and we'll. We'll tie this in with that. I like the word if. It is an empowering word. It's a powerful word. It's just two letters. It's probably one of the most empowering and powerful words uh, that we have been given. Because it speaks to choice. It says that there's a choice. It opens the door to our understanding that there is always an option. And an opportunity that I can choose. Yes. Yes. That there's always a choice and a chance for change. And that's probably the most, uh, the one thing that we need to focus on here today. You, you may, uh, you know, some stuff in your life might have got torn up. We got a granddaughter, she said, <laughs> she saw. <laughs> She's our girl. She's a little country girl. She said, uh, she said, I'll tell you, I'm all teared up. I'm all teared up. Then <laughs> she'll show you her boo-boos, you know. Uh, various and the sundry scrapings and cuts and scratchings and the diggings, but she says, I'm all teared up. Anybody ever been teared up? <laughs> Anybody ever have any of your stuff teared up? <laughs> by you or somebody else or you know however but you wind up in that you know and some stuff needed to be teared up isn't that right, right that's right you know the lord put first he goes now look he goes it's going to seem like a negative this tearing down and this pulling up and taking apart and this demolishing he said but really he said it makes Room for something greater, something new that will be greater, where you can start over and you you can you can be building and planting in a bigger framework, a greater framework of 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 the more victorious and more gl- uh, glorious than ever. And I I I just believe this that we have been through two years uh, here where it comes down to here's. You can exercise your option. And it's your opportunity to choose for yourself, for yourself, to know Himself, for your own self. And that you can sample Him. And then you can example him. The life that you're living, an experience with God, and the life that you're living, days of heaven on the earth. Somebody looks around and says, you know, well, all I see is hell. Well, look the other way. (laughs) He said, can't you see what I have done? Look at what I've done. I know you're looking at what the devil done, done, but look at what I've done. I have set you up. Well, God, the old shack is gone. They they repossessed my old Volkswagen that's been sitting in the yard for 14 years and won't run, but I've had a dream. He said, let's get something new. Let's build and plant. uh, Let's be building and planning a better life for you. Let's get a different framework. I want you to see what I've done. I've given you a job to do. Now let's go to work. Let's go to work on the new thing because the old thing, I'm closing the book on that. I'll close with the Shemitah year, that old cycle of of, of what was. Are you listening? Of what could have, should have, would have, forget it. It don't matter if it all got teared up. Say, it got teared up. it got teared up. It got took apart. It just got demolished. And good riddance. Good that it did. Oh, now I lost some of you there. See? I started, I started doing this, you know, uh, stuff gets teared up, teared apart. mind. I go, I count it joy. I'm counting this as joy. I'm just going to see what God's going to do next. God's got a better one. God's got a greater way. God's got something better for me than this, than this right here. Amen. Aren't you glad? Building and planting. But it, it falls down to this one word, If. If. What if, and pass around. you can go ahead and uh, come if you will. Somebody says, I am just shocked. Well, Pastor Sandy's up here. And it don't take all day to get you to a place where you, the point is, if. If you continue to do what you've always done. If you keep looking in the rearview mirror and keep looking around at what was, what shoulda, coulda, woulda. If you only see what's been teared up and taken apart and demolished. If you keep using the same words. If you keep doing the same works. If you keep walking the same direction. what will life look like here on this new seven year road because it can go either way can it depending on if my choice for myself but if I believe God if I look to God, if I continue in His Word. Oh, the possibility, the chance that everything could change. Every, if, I, if I continue to use the same measure that I bring to the Word of God that I've brought in the past, will anything change? But if I choose to change the measure, if I choose to to change what I bring, if I choose the seed I get to sow, if I choose to grow or To go up and forward. Can God bring you up? Somebody says, well, I've fallen. Oh, I've fallen so many times. It feels like all of my hopes and dreams so many times have fallen to the ground. Torn up. Taken apart. Demolished. But I found that the Bible says that though a righteous man fall, yet will the Lord lift him up seven times. Lift you up just one more time and say, let's start over. Let's begin again building and planting something new. Something greater. Something that will exceed your expectations. But you know, He, he wants us to expect to succeed in reaching for what we're reaching for. There is a high calling the Bible says, forget the things that are behind. Forget the things that are behind. But instead, instead set your heart on those things. That are up and, and forward. And are beyond where you're at right now. For the joy that's set before you. How many of you are in this place that you're ready for some joy? I'll tell you, God's got a new blueprint. This is His book of plans right here. It's full of His plans for your life. He goes, I know the plans that I have for you. And they're good. They're to give you hope. They're to bring you joy. They're to set something before you that that if I told you right now, you wouldn't believe it. But I'm going to let you in on it. I'm going to not just tell you. I'm going to show you pictures of it. You're going to get glimpses of it. And if there is one, then there's one with your name on it. Come on now. If there is a happy life, that's the life God's planned for you. If there is a greater measure, that's the one God wants you to have. Because why be going if you're not growing? But if I still stay with the level of sowing of my time and my attention my talents and my energies and my resources where I'm at right now. If I don't do anything different, can I expect anything more? Well, I'm here to tell you the good news is expect. Have a but God in your life. I know what it looks like right now, but God. I know what it's been like, what it feels like to, to, you know, to have everything fall down around your ears. But, you know, there's but God, because God is a master. The message of the good news of the gospel is there was a God who loved you enough to send his son to die for you. He came, lived a sinless life preached a miraculous signs and wonders, had a ministry that affected people's lives from spirit, soul and body but they killed him they murdered him, they hang him on a cross and he died and they put him in a tomb and they covered it with a stone but God but God when the world says it's all over, God says, yeah, but it ain't over till I say it's all over. And it wasn't, it isn't over. Are you listening? When your dream dies, when you when everything goes to hell in a handbasket, when it dies and it put, they put a stone over it and put a seal on it and place a guard at the entrance. It ain't over until God says it's over. And you know when It's over. See, it's over for the devil because God said, He said, Today, I call you my son. Yes, yes. There's no place that, there's no hole deep enough that the devil can put you in, dig deep enough for you, but God can raise that from the dead, raise you up. How many of you believe God can raise you up? Yes. Can God resurrect dead dreams? Can yes. God make can God make dead things live again only it'll be better the next time because it'll have the power of God in it it'll be beyond it'll be untouchable by the devil it will not he can't never kill it again the thing about Jesus he said I am he that was alive and was dead but now I am alive forevermore are are you listening a forever thing God's dream for you is a forever thing. I know you're saying, but God, but God. And God saying, no, but God is going to be with you. God's going to be in you. God is for you this time like no other time. I want to talk first of all to, you know, those that find themselves. I mean, your family has declared you hopeless. Those that know you best have just given up on you. You call, they won't return your calls. Because they know you're just after. More of the same. They're not going to enable you any longer. They're not going to help you to live a life of destruction. That's not unloving or unkind. They've just said something. But God. They're praying but God prayers over you. Your grandmama has prayed, but God, you promised me, me and my house. See, you can't outrun, you cannot outrun the Holy Spirit. You cannot outrun the love that God has for you. You cannot outrun the grace that even in the place that you're in, because prayers have been prayed, and prayers are being prayed right now when everybody else given up to you. Jesus, that great intercessor, the one sitting at the right hand of the Father, turns to him and says, But God, I died for them. I paid the price for them. They need a reset. I have a ransom. There is a redemption. And God, I'm believing you for a restoration. that's you today, I want you to pray this prayer with me. You may be in the house that fits your situation. You may have been far from God. Listen, I'll tell you, God God is reaching out right now. He's reaching into lives. He's reaching into minds to change them. He's reaching into hearts to say, respond to me. Come back home to me, son, daughter. If you're here today that you'll want to pray this very simple prayer and then we're going to give you an opportunity to uh, respond you know sometimes you have to put legs on your prayers sometimes you have to apply this in your life in order for you to experience the results of it so pray this simple prayer with me dear Jesus I hear you I thank you I know you came to save me. I thank you, Lord. I'm not hopeless. I'm not helpless. I can choose. And so I choose you today. I choose what you have for me. I see what you've done for me. And I choose life. I choose a blessing. I choose to turn my back on the devil. On the path of death and destruction here i am lord i'm yours i will follow you as you help me all the way from today to eternity thank you for new life thank you for a new heart thank you for a new start amen amen if you prayed that prayer and you meant it congratulations there's no greater decision no greater choice than that one right there and we're here to help you we'll do anything that we uh, can uh, contact us we've got some free materials that will uh, help you it's a little you know uh um welcome packet so to speak to the family that will give you a little map and let you know where all the good stuff is you know church and prayer and word just a few things uh to help you on your first few steps of this journey we're so glad the bible says heaven rejoices at the repentance of one sinner one person one wayward soul one son or daughter coming back home uh to father and to his family so congratulations for that uh again welcome and we'll do and, and we're here if you need us we, we, God's reaching out you need to reach out take his uh, hand take everything that uh, he has for you for those that are in the uh, house uh, you know whether this is the first time or just for this time but this message has gripped your heart has captured your mind, has begun to sh- make a shift in your ch- thinking See, what if If you, make it personal, if you, say it with me, say, if I. See, if you hear the Lord, don't harden your heart. Respond to him. If I make a move towards God, what will happen? Well, he'll make a move towards you. The Bible says, draw near to God. And sometimes I know people say, well, God knows my heart. Yeah, He knows your heart, but He can only see your faith. He has to see faith. He says, when I come, will I see faith? Will I find faith? Faith can be seen. How is it seen? What I believe in my heart, uh, I show. I put legs on my prayers. I respond to God. And it's a silly thing, isn't it? The Bible says the preaching of the gospel that brings us to a place of choice and decision, the place where we respond to God, maybe walk an aisle, step out from where we uh, are, come to an altar that's been prayed over and the presence of God is in this house. He's moving in people's lives right now. Hallelujah. So am I ask you to make a move towards God if it bears witness in your heart, The Holy Spirit prompts you. you know, And how do I know He's prompting me? Oh, you just kind of know, don't you? You got this feeling. Your heart starts burning, your, it, it starts beating a little faster. You know? I mean, all of a sudden it's like God just has, has got a hold of you, and He's saying to you, "Why sit here till you die? Why keep doing the same thing?" Why bring the same measure? Make a move towards God. And see God make a move in your life. You want God to move, it starts with, I must make a move. I've got to draw near. If you're here today, you need to be nearer to God. Maybe you've been far away, or you find yourself, you know, in a place where you know you're not hearing his voice like you used to hear. Not sensing his presence like you used to enjoy it why God has moved and he invites us to move together with him where did he move to? to something greater to something larger something better something more so much more than you've ever dreamed possible and he says come follow me so if that's you today I want you to just step out from where you are we're going to pray with you right right quick we won't keep you all day there's still time you can get to the uh, fast food restaurant. The, uh, you know, they don't have a cafeteria, but you know what I'm saying. You can go feed your flesh in a hurry. But right now, we're in a moment with God. When you get to a moment, there's always going to be a movement. Whenever there's worship, and there's been worship here today. Our hearts have been opened. I believe God is pleased. His presence is in this house. And when that happens, His Word, He'll speak His Word to our life. The Word of the Lord will come. Not just a sermon, a message. Not just, uh, you know, not just an outline. See, and a time that we spend and, 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 and communicate, you know, intellectually. But a message comes. God begins to speak. You hear the voice within the voice. And when you do, don't harden your heart. Don't harden your heart. You know, it's an amazing thing to me that it's something as silly as church. That the world considers absolutely foolish. That destinies are decided. That directions are decided. That determine destinies in our lives. You know, we're in, a, we're in this reset, this turnaround. And those of you who went wondering, I'm going to help explain it just a little bit further. All of a sudden, see, God has pushed the button and the screen goes blank. And that, that, that scares you because you don't know what to do. You don't really know where, where everything is anymore. See. But God's asking you to just trust Him. He's about, I mean, a new screen is about to pop up. A a larger frame, a greater frame. And God's design and desires for your life are about to come up. He's about to paint a new picture for your life. Maybe that's you. If it is, I want you to step up here. And we're going to pray. Thank you. God bless you for coming. God bless you. Amen. And He will. He is already. You know, sometimes we know uh, uh, when we're in that moment with God. If you're ready for a movement, we've got to learn this. I mean, we have to learn this. We absolutely have to learn this, how to live this life that God's uh, given us. When the opportunity comes, we exercise our option and possibilities begin to happen, see. But it doesn't. It doesn't happen for millions and millions of people, see, who miss their moments with God. Amen. You're going to be glad you came today. You're going to be glad you came today because this, world's going to, this word is going to change your world. This word is going to change your world. I'm proud of you, son. Amen. Hallelujah. You watch and see what a difference. What a difference. What a difference a day, a decision can make in a person's life. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Those that have made a move towards you today, Father, I thank you that they have kept a date with destiny. And it's all your delight, Lord, all your delight to change them and to change everything for them in Jesus wonderful name I thank you Lord that they'll discover daily the details of this new this new thing and I declare this there is new for you the new for you is about to become so much greater and and it will begin to remove and replace all of the old what it's what it's been like this seed of this day as it's sown in ready hearts will come and grow and it will process and you will progress and you'll come to a place of reaping the rewards of what you decided to do this day you are blessed in your doing and if you can agree with that say amen amen thank you all for come. I'm going to turn this back over to Pastor Sandy you, I believe we've I believe that we've, uh, uh, that we've done what the Lord wanted us to do here today. Did everybody get what you came for? Understand. Yeah, we're live. I'm live. You're live. We're live. Amen. Hallelujah. And I hope you've come alive unto Jesus. Listen, until the next time. Now, we're going to be here because I believe this scripture if you continue long as the earth remains, we have breath in our body. Church was still God's idea. He hasn't changed his mind. A lot of folks have, but he hasn't changed his mind. If you should change your mind, come visit. Come, you know, come be a, a, a part. You're going you're gonna to need us. Now, don't wait until, you know, it's too late when you come and the place is empty and we're all gone. That might be closer than you think. It might be a day to get all your affairs. Get the eternal affairs ready. It's not a matter if. It's only a matter of when. We can't control all of these things. Really that's too great of a matter for us. Isn't it? The Father decides that. But what we decide is are you ready? Turn to your neighbor and say are you ready? If the Lord you know. If we're not here next Sunday, see, all the materials will be here. Help yourself, everything. You know, I mean, you know, uh, all of it. See, we're going to leave it. This is good, but we're going to leave it all behind for something greater. Don't get left behind. See, and if your heart's not at rest where that is concerned, you need to come on and be blessed and get ready to go with us. And if not, we'll see you in there. Amen. All right, remember this, uh, God loves you, so do we.
0: Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.